0: Awesome. So good. Let's thank the worship team. That was really fun. They're awesome. How many people have been enjoying getting into worship, getting into the presence of God? Tonight is going to be an amazing night for all of that. I'm so excited. There's just so much stuff in the atmosphere tonight. How many people can feel a level of expectation in the atmosphere? There is a level of expectation in the atmosphere. God is going to do some amazing things tonight. So good. Wonderful. Okay, well let's start by doing our offerings. so if the team could help us with that, that would be wonderful, thank you so much. Woo, oh wow, come on, someone's excited about the offering. So good. And if you want to give online, the details are behind me, and while we're doing that, do we have any announcements coming up? We, let's do two things at once, oh wow, we just, Okay. Let's put the let's put the offering back on just in case people miss that just for a second. Then we'll do do the announcements. We've, we'll do. Um, I just want to, you guys can snapshot just the end of year dates in one second, and then you will know exactly what we're doing and where we're going towards the end of the year. Is that good? How many people are coming here for church on Christmas Day? Oh wow. Okay, so it's not open. Uh, that was the uh, that was the, the trick there. <laughs> It's kind of like a trick, <laughs> but, but, but it kind of worked. Um, good. I'm just kidding. No, no, the church will not be opened on Christmas Day. I just accidentally set my um, phone on an alarm earlier, and it's an emergency SOS call. So, if you hear a helicopter coming over <laughs> to rescue me, you go outside and tell them I'm okay. Just say, Piet, you can get your... <laughs> okay. Never, has anyone ever done that before on their phone? Okay, is it okay? Because it says that I have got, I've initiated an SOS. All right, okay, all right, awesome. Sending out an SOS. Oh, who likes the police? Come on. How many people think we should be sending out an SOS? Okay, Let's, thanks so much for doing, giving so, so generously. Uh, end of year dates are behind me. Last Sunday is the 18th of December. First Sunday is the 8th of January, Uh, closed 25th and the 1st, so don't come on those dates, obviously. Tuesday nights, last Tuesday night will be the 6th of December, which I think is actually next week, and then 31st of Jan. How many people are excited about Christmas? Say, I'm so excited. It's going to be really good. Some people love it, some people don't. I am a Christmas person. I love Christmas so, so much. Um, Yes, okay, we'll just leave that there awesome i've been dream- i've been having dreams about christmas already so wonderful now i've got a bit of a prophetic word stepping into 2023 which i'm very excited about it's not a it's more of an invitation so how many of you know people say you know it's a prophetic word for the year ahead yes what is it it's going to be a time of prosperity mm-hmm. now i heard some prophetic words released just before the start of 2020 and let me tell you this they were rubbish Let me tell you why they were rubbish. Because, how can you say that? Because not one of the words told us about COVID-19. Not one said, hey, get ready guys, I can't, I don't even know what it is. Now, I didn't get a word about COVID, so this isn't me. But I also didn't release, well, maybe I did, but not actually, like this, these ones. But there was, but there were so many words released And they were saying, oh, get ready, it's going to be an awesome, awesome year ahead, awesome decade ahead. And it was not an awesome year, um, as everybody knows. But um, I'm going to put up Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 1. And first of all, just before we put that up, how many people know what date it is today? 29? 11. Wow. What is the main scripture that you guys get or everyone gets when they become a Christian? Jeremiah 29, 11. what does it say? Off by heart, we won't put it up. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Isn't that a good word? Now, if you ever go to Bible college, uh, that, that scripture gets blown out of the water, as it were, because just because of the context of it. But what's really interesting is that it is a great word and God does have good plans for you. Let's put that up first, actually. Let's go Jeremiah 29, 11, because it is today's date and it's very fitting with what I want to say. So it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to give you welfare, not for calamity, plans to give you hope or future and hope. In other versions of the word or other, other, other translations, it says, for I know the thoughts I have toward you, Know the thoughts. And the word thoughts is the same. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. It's the word Mahashaba. I think that's actually nearly right. And and it means thought, plan, purpose, or device. And so God is saying, I know the purposes that I have for you. Purposes for a future and a hope. Plans and thoughts and purposes to give you a hope and a future. Not for the bad stuff. Everyone say, not for the bad stuff but say, for the good stuff. That's, and that is literally, the, literally um, the thoughts and plans and purposes for God, and that's how he works. Now, what's really interesting about this, let's put up Deuteronomy um, chapter 2, verse 1. And it says this. It says, then we turned and set out, we can read this together, for the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea, as the Lord spoke to me and circled Mount Seir, for many days and the Lord spoke to me saying you have circled this mountain long enough now turn north and command the people saying you will pass through the territory of your brothers the sons of Esau who live in Sia, and they will be afraid of you so be very careful Do not provoke them, for I will not give you any of their land, even as little as a footstep, because I have given Mount Seir to Esau as a possession. Keep going. You shall buy food from them with money. Good. And you shall also purchase water from them with money so that you may drink. Keep going. Or oh, did I only give you up to six? Okay, all right, well, we're, well, let's just leave it there. We've got money to drink, perfect. Now, now, water. Um, so, oh, good, you did it, awesome, good. For the Lord your God has blessed you in all that you have done. He has known your wanderings through this great wilderness these 40 years. The Lord your God has been with you. You have ta- not lacked a thing. This is so, so interesting. Can we go again? Okay, so we passed beyond our brothers, the sons of Esau who lived in Seir, away from the Arabah road, away from the Elath and from the and we And we turned and passed through the way of the wilderness of Moab. Keep going. Then the Lord said to me, do not harass Moab nor provoke them to war for I will not give you any of their land as a possession because because I have given Ah to the sons of Lot as a possession. Then Amim, everyone say Amim. I know how to pronounce this one. It literally is like Amim. Then the the Amim lived there formerly, a people as great, numerous and tall as the Anakim, which is the, you know who they were. Like the Anakim, they are also regarded as, as Rephaim, the Moabites called them Emim. Amim, sorry. The Horites formerly lived in Sea, but the sons of Esau disposed of them, depossessed them, sorry, and destroyed <laughs> This isn't going to be another Tuesday night where we where we focus, okay, let's just get through it. Them and destroyed them for them before them and settled in their place, just as Israel did. To the land of their position possession sorry which the lord gave to them now okay now arise and cross over the brook zarad yourselves so we crossed over the brook zarad now just leave it there otherwise we're going to go down uh, the whole the whole way which is this is really really cool um a really cool concept they have been g- circling around a mountain how many people have ever circled, now I'm gonna take this prophetically in context and out of context at the same time, because we love that, but 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 they're circling around a mountain. How many people you feel like you've ever been going around the mountain on the same thing, Over and over and over and over. Now, none of you, very, the rest of you are just like, no, what are you talking about? I'm advancing. I'm advancing against the troop every day in Jesus' name, which is great. Um, but what's interesting is that the Lord was speaking to me about 2023. And he started to speak to me and he started to say, I want you to map 2023. And I said, okay, Lord, how do you want me to map the year ahead? And he started to speak to me about some stuff in my world. Now, you guys know that I am I'm, I'm perfect in every way. We know that. But I still have stuff. Some of you guys, who doesn't have stuff in here? Okay, Ebony's clear. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, but, but, but this is really interesting. Now, how many of you, how many of you've got stuff, and this isn't, uh, uh, this isn't pertaining to myself, but this is what the Lord was showing me about 2023. There's your stuff that you need to maybe process. We call it the heart journey. Very important. We're letting God deal with things. Scrutinise my heart, oh Lord. Very dangerous prayer. We know that. And we say, okay, God, whatever it looks like, you know, do, it, do whatever it is that you wanna do in me so you can do what you wanna do through me. We, you know, we know that. But how many of you, Have got you've got stuff, but then you've got the stuff. (laughs) Now today's message, the title is the stuff. And so, and so, I feel like 2023, and people are going to go, "Wow, what is it? Prosperity? Yes. Territory? Yes. What else? Nations? Yes. Ask of me, and I'll give you healing. Yes. Power. Yes. But also the stuff. And I feel. (laughs) Like the Lord is saying that 2023 is going to be a year where people get breakthrough in the biggest strongholds and the things that literally, literally have kept them in a place where they have been circling around that mountain over and over and over again, so much so that they gave up on that mountain and they said, "Come on!" They gave up. you're like, you know what? I'm giving up on that. Let's just go and take the territory. Let's take the promised land. And God goes, "Yeah, you can. You can go out, but you're going to be walking around for 38 years. You need to go back. You need to understand." the MO that I'm calling you into, and you need to follow my guidance and my wisdom as you move forward into 2023. You need to be led by me, you need to commit your ways to me in order that you're going to be able to take the ground that you need to take. But the ground that we take first is internal. Everyone say internal. How many people want to give up the stuff? How many people want to get rid of the stuff? See, I, I think is a good word today. I'm 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 feeling excited now. This is cool. I started to to meditate on 2023, and I said, and you know, I said to you, you know, God, start speaking to me about stuff, and speaking to speaking to me about all of your stuff as well. And this is what he, and this is what he, and this is what he said to me. He said, he said, 2023 is going to be a year where people get completely free. Some people, he didn't say everybody, some people will get completely free from all of their fear. This is a very big deal. He said, to, and this, this, this is literally what he said, 2023. He said, that year you will see, he was showing me the year, and he said, you will see many, many people get completely free from all of their fear. It says of David, he says, I sought the Lord and the Lord delivered me from all my fear. And so, what's really cool, and I don't know if the, we don't know if that was seasonal, they had a lot of fear at the time. But what I do know is this: that God is leading us into a place where He's going. Okay, are you ready to be in a place? Are you ready to journey? Everyone say journey, because I could prophesy right now. The breakthrough is coming. Are you ready for the breakthrough? Freedom, spiritually free, and everything else. But let me tell you, this it, it will cost you the journey, and the journey is going to be deep. But it's going to be deep because I believe that God is setting us up to win in the, you know, through 2023, 2024 and beyond because he's got a lot of stuff for us to do. But we can't do this stuff while we still have the stuff. And that is what I feel like God is highlighting today. This is why you can feel it as a quickened word today. This is a quickened word because it is, it is partially the word of the Lord for what we're stepping into in 2023. It's actually God saying, let me take you on this journey. Don't be scared because you're going to go around this mountain or you're going to keep going around. And who wants to step into 2024 still going around the same mountain? No, who wants to be on the journey to taking the promised land that God has got from you? Exactly right, exactly. Many years ago, I was stepping into ministry and... I had some stuff that I needed to deal with. And the Lord spoke to me and He said, if you deal with this stuff, quit. do you want it done quickly or you do you want it, want it done the long way? And I was like, quickly. And the Lord said to me, if you have it done quickly, it's gonna be more painful. And I was like, give me the quick quick solution. And I couldn't see anything for months and months and months. Why? Because God took me on a really short quick, sharp moment where I got freer than I've ever been before. And he released me into the next thing. And I feel like that is again, part of what he's asking us. Do you want the quick one or do you wanna go around? And he gave me the option to go around up the mountain the longer way. But I feel like again, it's this invitation and him saying, William, we talk about this a lot. Will you count the cost of what it looks like to go quickly through the narrow path? And I'm probably building up lots of sessions for Christina and, and everyone in this in this house now. And she's going to be, you're going to be queuing. I reckon at the end of this service, there'll be a queue going up here and up here. And Ebony will be on her iPad doing da, 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 da. <laughs> intake. But you don't need a session first. You need to go to the Lord first. Go to the Lord and ask Him, what do I need? Where are you taking me? What does this path look like? What does the quick route look like? If you want the quick route. Because I believe, ooh, okay. (laughs) Why, is it funny? Okay, good. All right, okay. (laughs) Because, it's it's a laughter of fear. And because... I'm not I'm just kidding but what but but what it is is this is that this is really really real and we can accelerate our world but I really believe that an acceleration of this needs to look like an honest evaluation of this and then again an entire submission to the way and purposes of God in this in order that we can move forward into the things that he has got for us now now I'm I might have said something similar recently, but as I was mapping the year, I started to pray and I said, Father, I pray right now into January 2023. I speak freedom in the name of Jesus, I speak prosperity. I speak blah, 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 and I'm starting to speak these things. And as I'm prophesying, and then I go into February, and I do this all the time. I map my year. I do it all the time. I map it. I say, God, what are you saying for January? What are you saying for February? What does it look like? What am I praying into for March, April? What am I speaking into? What am I praying? What are you releasing? And how do I partner with you in that? That's my prayer all the time, month by month by month. But I started to pray. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for January. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for February thank you in the name of Jesus for March. Thank you for that. You guys are laughing. I'm checking my pants. I'm sure I'm all right. (laughs) Thank you, Lord God, for April. Thank you for, but this is the thing. I'm starting to thank Him. Then I've stopped feeling a quickening of the Spirit on it. So I'm going, Father, I thank you for January in the name of Jesus. I thank you that it's gonna be an amazing year. I speak right now into anything that I've wanted to do. I thank you for the night. I thank you for all this stuff. And I'm starting to speak, and I start to slow down. And I start to slow down. I'm going, whoa, hold on a second. I feel the quickening of the Spirit. Leave it. But why, does I, why, why is it not? And he said, because there's some stuff. And this is, I feel like we're going to launch, but God's going to go, you're not going to start running. You go, okay, I'm going to run into 2023. And go, I'm running into 2023. It's going to be so, hold on a second. And this is, a preempting that God is saying, don't start to run into the next thing until you have journeyed with me in this place to make sure that this is clear, this is clean, in order that we can then move into what you've got for, what I have for you. Is that good? Okay, so on that, just everyone close your eyes. <laughs> Straight away. Father in the name of Jesus, I thank you that even on this word, even at the onset of this word. I thank you, in the name of Jesus, would you start to quicken anything that needs to be looked at in the name of Jesus? Father, we thank you that you are not releasing us, as it were, into the brand new thing immediately, but you are addressing things in the heart, in the name of Jesus. And so we're not gonna put the pads on, but I'll just, I won't do that really. But Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you Thank you. Beautiful. If you're at home, you can, just start, you can just feel that too. Just telling you what you can feel. You see, we can run on to the next thing. Or we can acknowledge, are you speaking, Lord? Because we have a few weeks now that God is doing things. Thank you for that. The cowbell. <laughs> Nothing So good. Awesome. In the book of Proverbs, chapter nineteen, verse twenty-one. You can put that up for me. It says this, and you guys can just oh gosh, it's really silent now, isn't it? It's like really Wow, did you just feel something did shift in the room? Isn't that amazing? Do you know what it is called honoring the word of the Lord? You honor it and then God starts to do some work. Don't worry, I'll lift everyone back up into some rejoicing cowbell in a second. But it says this. It says this, many plans are in a man's heart, but it's the counsel or the counsel of the Lord that will stand. And this is really, really important. Many of the plans, it's the same word as we had before, plans and thoughts and prospering and purpose and devices. Many of the plans... Proverbs 16, chapter, <laughs> Proverbs chapter 16, verse three. Commit thy works or your works unto the Lord and your thoughts, that's the same word, plans, and your thoughts or your plans shall be established. And this is the journey that God's got, on us, got us on in this season, in this moment, in this preparing for the year ahead, getting ready for the incredible words that he's gonna release in and through our lives. Words of territory, words of promise being restored. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a uh, longing fulfilled. And we love those words. And I, I believe in all of those words. So I said, God, give me my word. Give me, what is it? What are we doing? And he said, the stuff. And I'm like, it's just, why the stuff? But how many of you know, if January in Jesus' name, and February in Jesus' name, and March are about the stuff. Then April, May, June, July, August are about the advancement, the territory, the prospering, the glory. And it's literally like there's a time of acceleration, but God is not again going to release us into it if it's going to crush us, if it's going to crush us. Now, we just read Deuteronomy chapter two, and in Deuteronomy chapter two, it's really interesting. He goes, "Stop circling around here, but go through these territories." But he teaches them how to go through the territory. So they go through these wonderful territories. And they go through territory one, and they meet meet the, the descendant, or, you know, Esau's territory. And he says, "Don't. These guys are scared of you. Don't fight. I'm not giving you them." Then we've got the next one. Don't fight. I'm not giving you this one either. And he literally gives them. Everything that they need, He gives them a wisdom to be able to move forward in the council of heaven. Everyone say council of heaven. You see, God wants to give you wisdom from the council of heaven as you step into your 2023. And there are amazing things that we're all gonna do. There are amazing territories that we're gonna end up taking. There are amazing things that we're gonna be able to do with Him. But He's saying, come on the journey now, November 29, 11. You'll always remember this date forever. You'll always remember the date. The date that God said this was the day—the start of the journey, the start of the journey into the next thing. Everyone, close your eyes again. Just—I know—I keep close your eyes, open your eyes. Listen, I'm not making you stand up this time. Father, in the, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now that there is an outbreak of joy and peace. And and hope in 2023. Would you connect us with that? Watching on live stream or in this room right now, would you connect us with the joy? This is a word for someone right now. With the joy, with the peace, with the hope, and with the impartation of faith that comes for 2023. Would you connect us right now in the realm of the Spirit with that? Because you are calling us into that you are calling us into that. You see, Lord, the Lord says that my ways are not your ways. He's very clear. It says that we have the mind of Christ. But it is very clear, we can put that up, so Isaiah chapter 55, verse, let's go from verse, um, well, we can go from verse 10. The Lord is very clear when he says this, as far as, as as for the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering it there, and making it, better. Oh. and sorry, I'm just pausing because I'm just feeling something in the atmosphere. Wow. There is there is there is, there is someone right. There are people in here right now. You got you've been battling with hopelessness so so much. I can just feel it in the atmosphere. And it's a foreboding and it's a hopelessness about the year ahead. In fact, I've been speaking already and you're already starting to feel starting to feel a bit low. Can you just, everyone just close your eyes for a second. Just put your hand in the air if that's so you. I feel it really strongly. Yeah, okay, wow. So I'm just going to pray into that for a second. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for those people that are dealing with hopelessness for 2023. Father, we thank you for them. We thank you that the plans that you have for them are to prosper them and not to harm them and to give them a hope and a future. In the name of Jesus, we speak a release of the hope and the future of God in this place. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. Let's read this next bit. And do not, as for as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it bare and sprout and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so will my word which goes forth from my mouth It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter I sent it. You see, earlier in the scripture, as I said, it says, my ways are not your ways. The Lord is speaking words out and the words that he's releasing over us, the things that he's speaking over us will not return to him void. The word's void, the word's empty. And the Lord is saying, I'm speaking things over you that will not return empty, but they cost you the journey. It's the journey. And it's this, in this it's process of him saying, I res- us saying, we receive the seed and now God do whatever it is that you wanna do or need to do in order that we can get through and start to experience more of that prospering on the other side. I'm not saying that your prospering is conditional to you doing a heart journey because God will bless you. God will bless you. Jehovah Jireh, it's his promise. He will grant you victory. He will bless you, but... The reality is that if we want fullness, if we want fullness of the things, if we want, wow, God, you spoke so many amazing words over me. And he goes, take this time with me. Take this Christmas period. I'm not saying you're doing Christmas dinner and you're like, hey, where's Daryl gone? And you're like soaking and you're doing your inner healing journey, texting, it's Christina or Maddie or whoever, you know, oh, I'm having a meltdown. There's nothing wrong with doing that, you know, if you're, if you're in that place on Christmas Day. But what I'm, but what I'm saying is... You, none of you have my number, do you? So I'm good. Okay, all right, good. Okay. Voxer goes off, actually. Voxer goes off from the 23rd to the 26th. And so, I'm just kidding. Um, but... But, but imagine, you've got this time now, we've got this time. Is this okay for me to talk about this? Because let me tell you this, I'm breaking off a piece of my world. This isn't something I'm going, you need to work harder, Kayla. I really wanna see you working harder on the heart. You, harder. It's not about that. I'm bringing you on a journey and me praying into things, getting the words. I'm good at stewarding the words that God gives me and then literally throwing them out through the year ahead like arrows, like illumination arrows, like fire darts through the year ahead. And I was doing that. Father, I thank you. Bang, bang. But my prayers, and much the same as yours, guys, I, I pray big stuff. I don't just pray, hey, God, I really, really want, want to make sure I get enough to get my garage renovated in next year. <laughs> I will get it renovated. Yeah, I know, I was thinking about that. But, which is why I mentioned it, because I was mapping my year and I said, what do I want to see with the Lord in my year? That was, that was one of my things. But this is the thing. I'm throwing these amazing things out. And they started to bounce back. And I was like, and that's not, so, so I'm not saying that I won't get that stuff. But I felt like the Lord say, I want you to have a different focus. And I believe that this is a word for the body. I feel like Him saying, just have a focus with me. Not, maybe not for everybody, but have a focus with me. Get Who hears the sunset free is free indeed. What does it look like to be the freest you you could ever be? Not the freest you you've ever been, but the freest you you could ever be. What does that look like? And are you ready to partner with God in seeing the manifestation of that? This is a really big deal. I know that God's moving again. You can just feel him even right now. He wants to release us into more of the reality of that, even right now. He's saying, are you ready to see even more? but my word won't come back void, but my word is taking you to a place and my word is testing you. My word is taking you on the journey. We receive the seed and the seed then highlights the path ahead of us. The seed then helps us track and map the journey. The seed creates the pathway ahead. That's what happens. So we receive the seed and we go, ah. Oh. We start to prophesy, we start to speak it, which is why it's dangerous to just read the prophetic words that come out for 2023 and go, oh, I receive it, I name it, I claim it, that's my word in the name of Jesus. That's why it's dangerous to do that. Why? Because if you don't look at the conditions, if you don't look at the, the, the criteria that are connected to that word, how many of you know you're not going to come into that? Do you know what I'm saying? going to be a multi-bazillionaire in Jesus' name pay your tax. Multi gazillion, pay your tax. Do you see what I'm saying? And this is part of the invitation that God has for us. He's going, is this okay? I feel like, okay, I I feel good. As long as I feel good, everyone's gonna be all right. Uh, No, but this is the thing. And for us to stand here as a prophetic house who heed and love the Word of the Lord more than anything else, for us to say, for us to call those things out and say, we are walking as an ecclesia. We are walking into new levels of government. We are walking as a company and as individuals into places of even more influence than we could have ever possibly imagined. There is going to be more influence in your, whatever influence you've had, watch it. Multiply and multiply and multiply and multiply in the years ahead. Just watch it. 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, 40 times. God is saying, I'm giving you the mountains. I'm giving you, but you love that, don't you? Yeah, amen. We want, I'm giving you the mountains. I've received that. I've been to a conference before. I'm li- listening in a conference. And I'm like, Someone goes, I'm giving them out. A- Amen. That's me. I receive it. Hold it. Yeah, do whatever it is. Just receive that. And they used to say this in the conference, not in- anti-conference, you know. They used to really swear nice to grab it. And they'd be like, grab it, put it in. And I'd be like, "Hmm." Mm. Well, how many of you know doing that is one part of it? And then it starts to get hard and you're like, la, 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 la. Okay, I'm not going to do this. But... You can't just take the Word and say, yes, you can say, yes, I receive it. But we have to adhere, lock in, submit, incline to the criteria, incline to what it looks like in wholeness. And we don't just do it for the promise. We do it because that's what Jesus wants for us. Jesus died that we would be free before we do any ministry, before we do anything to change the world. He did it so that we would be whole and whole and not submitted and mastered by and held by anything demonic that owns any kind of internal real estate in our world. And so what God is saying is it's time for freedom to be the operative word. So if we change 2023, the prophetic word for the year, from the stuff, the other word would be, it's a year of freedom. And that is what it looks like. The stuff unto freedom. The stuff unto prosperity. It's not one thing. No, It's a year of territory. It's always a year of territory. It's a year of prosperity. It's always a year of prosperity. It's a year of healing. It's always a year of healing because it's all paid for already on the cross. It's just the administration of it. Does that make sense? So it's always those things because this is the reality. It's a year of debt cancellation. It's always a year of debt cancellation. In God, it's, this is crazy. Do you understand? I'm not saying that there aren't seasons and times under heaven, but we nitpick and we take one thing and we say, this is for the year ahead. But let me tell you this, it's always there. But I do feel like there's a focus of immense freedom unto prospering, immense freedom unto fruitfulness, immense freedom unto new levels of administration of this taking territory in this season. You know, it sounds like a contradict to myself, but I did not. Because the reality is that I do think that there is a focus for all of us where God is going, come on, let's go. Let's go to the darker place. Let's go to those places. Let's go to the things that no one else knows because you've got your stuff. Well, Piet's got his stuff, but he's also got the stuff. No, I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. No, we all, we all, have, we all have some stuff. And I just feel like don't be scared to t- let the Lord take you there this year, uh, this, towards the end of the year. And don't, let, don't be scared to let the Lord take you there. But just remember that when He takes you there, He's not taking you there to leave you there. He's taking you there to walk through it in order that you would come out the other side. Brand spanking new. Can I use the word "spank"? Yeah, there you go. Brand spank, brand new. <laughs> no spanking involved, just brand new. <laughs> I've made myself laugh now. Is that, okay, just, just wipe that. Okay, brand, <laughs> brand new. I'm making you a brand new instrument, it says in Isaiah 41, verse 15. A new sharp threshing sled. Who were you designed to be? How sharp are you designed to be? How powerful in Christ, before you were born, were you designed to be? How much glory, how many miracles were you designed to walk in before you were born? When the Father sung you out, you are His poem, His poema, His workmanship, His song, when He sang you out, what was his thought? What was his imagination in the right sense of the word? What was he thinking when he sang you out? Well, he was, oh, Emily Gann, healer. Christina Theodosiadis. took me a long time to get that. <laughs> Exorcist. <laughs> Kayla Hinton, prophetic psalmist. Whatever it is for you, what was it? What was the thing that went with the song? What was the thing? And what did, in the Father's heart, what did the fullness of that look like? What did it look like? Daryl Crawford Marshall, miracle working healer to the nations. You know, I just speak it out. <laughs> what, what? You laugh. What do you think I do when I'm at home? You, some, you are the biggest prophet in your life. You speak it, you'll manifest it. So anyway, so, so I start to speak that. Well, what does it look like? What does the fullness of walking in a miracle mantle look like? How many cancers was I predestined to heal? How, what does it look like? What, how, many people, how many people will be raised from the dead in my lifetime by these hands? By your hands, what does that look like? And being able to partner with God in that and go, what does the fullness of this predestined reality look like? What's the high watermark? What is my high call in you? And then, yes, intimacy is always first. But being able to dream with God in a healthy way like that and say, God, you've predestined me to walk these things out. You spoke these things before I was born and I believe them. But what did what did you see? This is a good conversation. What did you see? How did you see that I'd get there? What did you see? How did you think? What did it look like? What nations were involved? Start talking to him. Start asking for more of the scrolls. Start asking him for more of that thing. And in conjunction with that, say, God, show me more. And I'm going to go there with the stuff too. Show me more and I'm going to deal with some of the hard stuff that you put your finger on. Show me more because I want to be free. And I want to partner with you in seeing the world turned upside down. The world changed forever. I am a world changer. I am a history maker. I am designed to literally (laughs) take territory back from the enemy. To literally see demons submit to the name of Jesus. This is who I am. This is what I'm called to do. I am called to change policy. I am called to change mountains. I'm called on my watch to see the kingdom of heaven made manifest in my life and through my life, to see it shift and change a city, a region, a nation, the nations. That's who I am and that's what I believe I'm called. This isn't all about us, but it is, but it's not, but it is. It's all about Him for His glory. That it all, where Jesus will get the reward, the full of reward for His suffering. And we want to do what we are called to do, to partner with him in that, in order that we're going to be able to move into more fullness. How many people are excited about what God's doing? You know, there was a... Okay, not that one. Um, I've got a few stories. um, Sometimes I share... The right ones. Sometimes I don't share the right ones. So, so we have this, we call it an editing tape. There, um, the Lord spoke to me one time, and I used to love buying shoes. I still do. Um, and He spoke to me one time, and He said, I want you to stop buying shoes. Has anyone ever heard this story? And I said, What do you mean? How could you say that? No, I'm totally serious. And He said, They are a stronghold and an addiction and I need you to be free. And I felt so sad. And so I was like, cheer up, Charlie. Like I was in a really bad state. But he said, I want you to stop buying shoes for one year. And I gave him this whole thing. And I said, okay, God, I'm doing a real simple one. Remember the editing machine is on. And I said, okay, God, I'll stop buying them for a year. And so then I made the commitment and I said, God, I believe that that's what you're saying. If my wife is watching this now, she's (laughs) she's going, go another year, go another year. Not this year, babe. All right, anyway, or next. Anyway, so, so so, so, the Lord spoke to me. I was in Bible college at the time. I loved buying shoes. And, and he said to me, I want you to stop buying shoes for one year. So I said, okay, sure. I won't buy shoes for another year. So, and, and I could make that commitment. But then I would go out. I was used to live in Sydney and I used to get off the bus and I would walk past Hype and I'd be like this. And I'd have Coldplay on feeling sorry, no, 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 like feeling sorry for myself, bit of a pity party, but I would walk past, and I would torture myself by walking past these places. And you know what the Lord said to me? He said, stop, you can't even look at shoes anymore. Stop looking at the shoes that you're not going to buy. And I was like, why am I doing that? Anyway, so nine months went by, 10, 11, 12. 12 months went by. I hadn't even thought about shoes for about nine, nine, 10 months, not at all hadn't even thought about it and the Lord spoke to me and he said you're free to buy shoes again and I was like what and he said how do you feel and I said I don't even want to buy shoes and he said you are not mastered by that addiction anymore he says it says in the word <laughs> everything is permissible for me but not everything is beneficial and I will not be mastered by anything for some of us the staff will see us set free when we journey that so we will not be mastered by anything do you believe that you can come into a place where you will be completely free to not be mastered by anything in your world? Do you believe that? Yes. This is a very, very big deal. Everyone stand to your feet. It's nine o'clock and I'm going to minister. Cheer up, Charlie. When I finished, when I finished, is Joel here? Who was on the keys today? Joel, do you want to come on the keys? When I was in, um, thank you so much, sir. When I was in, when I finished this, this, this 12 months not buying any shoes anymore, and I liked buying shoes. I really mean it. I, I had more shoes than you could possibly imagine. From no, I'm totally serious. Um, when I stopped buying them, I had an intern at the time, and this intern came to me, knew nothing, and he said, "Daryl, Daryl, I've got a gift for you." And I said, "What's the gift?" And he gave me a pair of shoes, and it was the best. They were the best shoes probably that I ever had in my entire life. And he said, I've been saving for these for months and months and months. When I saw them, I knew that God wanted me to buy them for you. And so he saved up all of his money. He was working as a barista, he was saving and saving and saving. All those months that I had given up, God had someone saving to buy me the best shoes that I ever had. You see, is this all right? See, it's okay to give up coffee. Wow, you didn't like that one, did you? <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> it's not about giving something up. It's not about that. This isn't about, you need to give this up because that's a human behaviour mod. It's not about that. It's about looking in here and saying, God, what have I developed? What is there? What is there and why is it there? And how in 2023, 2024, do I not go round the mountain? How do I not go round this mountain again and come out Instead of going round, how do I come out the other side? How do I prophesy and speak into my year ahead? How do I journey with you and partner with you to see those things in my heart, to see those things that have, been, that have had me for so long? How many people are over things having you? How many of you know in Christ nothing should have you? Everything, So everyone say everything, should be under your feet. Everything should be under your feet. So I'm just going to pray right now and I'm going to ask the Lord to highlight some stuff. Again, we've done it once, we've done it twice. The second time was for hopelessness. But now, for every person here, I'm just going to ask the Lord to start to reveal. And this isn't going to go deep right now. This isn't what this is about. This isn't going to go deep. But what it is going to do is it's going to show you the surface potentially of some plant life that needs to be uprooted, Might be potentially show you a sign of something. It could be whatever. But whatever it is, it's the main thing or it's one of the main things. And we don't get focused. We don't now live in that place and oh my goodness, it's so big because God isn't gonna show you something that he doesn't have the intentionality to to bring you through and, and help you walk through. And this is really, really important. This isn't to trigger people either. This is what I felt grace on tonight to do tonight. I've shared this story on an intensive and I think with the interns, I'm going to share it again tonight and I'm going to share it as, you, as we're just waiting on the Lord like this. I just want His people to engage. Please feel free to sit down if you want to. I just feel like it's better for people to engage when they're standing up. So do, So this isn't, yeah. And it's a, so, so many years ago, um, I'm going to tell you the story. I've told it before, but I feel to tell it again tonight. Um, my, my father didn't ring me for 16 years. Never, never called me, never once never sent me anything, never sent me a card, never, n- nothing ever, for 16 years and I came into Christ when I was 16, I ended up living with him for two years, then he didn't ever talk to me again and I just never had any communication with him whatsoever and he wrote me a letter and said oh, you're going to be dead at 21 anyway, no joke, and that's the letter I received from him. The only letter I ever received from my dad. So, so, so I got to the age of 22, 20, 20, yeah, 21, 22. And I was in God. And I had so many encounters with the father that I thought I was in a good place. And I was like, God, I'm so free. This is good. And I kept on saying, I've forgiven my dad. I've forgiven him. It's all good. Everything's fine now. And the Lord would speak to me in men's meetings. And over the years, over the course of maybe five years, and he would say, forgive your father. And I remember I'd come into a place and I'd go, yes, God, I forgive him. He's free. I'm not holding anything against him anymore. But yet every time I would be in a place. So I actually thought that the Lord was just saying, I want you to have an ongoing form of forgiveness towards your father. Like, I just want you to be free and constantly forgive him and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yes, God, you blah, blah, blah. So then it came to this place and I was in a place where I was just finishing up Bible college or just in the middle of it, but finishing up at the same time. And I was crying out to the Lord because God had said to me that you're gonna be a pastor and you're gonna be paid by the church. This many, many years ago. And he said, you're gonna be a pastor. And I was crying out for this and I said, God, when? Do I go into ministry? When is this special release into ministry? When's it gonna happen? And every time I would pray this prayer to the Lord, and I wouldn't pray every prayer, you know, not every time I spent time with the Lord, but often, and every time I would pray it, I would finish praying and He would say this, forgive your Father. And I was like, what do you mean? So then I would say, I forgive Him, and I would, you know, do this whole kind of religious thing again. And I just remember being in this place and and. I got to the point I got to the end of my 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 journey or my te- you know kind of end of the road it felt like and I was just so over it and I said God I've got no money you've called me into ministry I don't know why there's no release I don't know why you haven't allowed me to pastor I don't know there's opportunities there's stuff people say that I'm anointed they say that I can. why I know that a promotion comes to me but why didn't you release me the way that you said you were going to because he said I'll release you as a pastor And the Lord spoke to me that night, and do you know what he said to me? Forgive your father. And I was like, okay. Has anyone heard this story before? Oh, wow, okay. So he said, forgive your father. And I used to go on a prayer walk, and the prayer walk was around a place called Randwick in New South Wales. And I used to walk around this, this thing at night, and I used to walk around and around And I would just pray, and it was normally 11, 12 o'clock at night, and I would just go for this prayer walk every night. And that night, it was pouring with rain, absolutely pelting with rain. And I was crying out to the Lord in my bedroom. I said, God, when? He said, forgive your father. And then he said, now go on your prayer walk. And I was like, okay. So I went on this prayer walk, and it was bucketing with rain. And I really didn't want to go, but I ended up just putting on a, a hood and running around this thing. And the Lord, spoke, yeah, exactly. And the Lord spoke to me on the thing, and He said, "When you get home, I want you to ring your dad, and I want you to tell him that you're sorry." And everything in me triggered, and I was like, "How could you ever?" And I was like, "Wow, where was that?" And the anger, the bitterness, the pain, all started to flow. Remember, five, six, seven years, I've forgiven him. I'm good he said, ring him and tell him you're sorry. So anyway, so I get home and I'm absolutely killed over in emotional, I was distraught. And he said, ring him now and tell him you're sorry. And my dad would never pick up the phone because he used to like to have a drink. And so sometimes he would, sometimes he wouldn't. So I rang him and guess what? He picked up the phone, second, second thing. And I said, hey, it's me, it's Daryl. And, and he said, oh, how are you doing? What can I do for you? And I said, hey, I just want to say that I'm sorry for anything I ever did to you. Well, I can tell you right now, he broke down on the phone. I'd never, I'd never seen him break down, never seen him cry. He broke down on the phone. And he said, no, I need to say that I'm sorry. And that moment we were reconciled. We were reconciled beyond anything that I could have ever imagined. And my heart started to get freer than I've ever been before. And I actually felt For the first time in my life, forgiveness flow in my heart. I'd never felt it before. God, I forgave him, but I'd never felt it flow. I'd never felt it flow before. Sixteen years, someone never rings you once, never comes to see you once for the first sixteen years in your life. That does something to a person. That is called abandonment. He's passed now, so he's not going to watch this. But, But 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 do you understand? That is that's a real deal. Then no phone calls, no visitation, never, never once knocked at my door and said, hey, I'd like to see you. That does something to a person. So anyway, so, so I'm journeying this thing. The, all of this stuff starts to come up and we talk about let the heart speak. Well, I tell you right now, that night my heart spoke and there was so much stuff and so much, blah, 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 you know, all this stuff came out. And I remember just hanging up the phone and just sobbing and just going, oh my goodness, I can't believe that this happened tonight. I can't believe that this is, this is what happened tonight. Anyway. So the next day, and from that, from that time, I had a better relationship with my dad. I would have been 30, I was, you know, I was 30, you're coming up to 30 years old, I think. And so from that moment, so it started to have a better relationship. 14 days later, two weeks later, they, people rang me and said, we wanna put you in full-time ministry. Why? Years. When, God, when? Forgive your father. Forgive your father. Why then? The Lord spoke to me and He said, you can't father people while you hold that in your heart against your own father. You can't pastor people, you can't shepherd people in a place of legitimacy while you hold all of that resentment, bitterness and pain to your own dad. And 14 days later, release. Best release ever. Why? Paid, in all the part of the prophetic promise over my life. What was that? The stuff. Let me tell you this right now. Following that time, I would ask the Lord on occasions, so I'd say, God, why? didn't you let me do that earlier? And he said, I always asked you to forgive your father. And when I asked you, it was an invitation to journey with me in the process, my way. I was gonna take you on the journey, my way, the right way to bring real forgiveness into your heart. But you went into a pre-programmed condition every time I said it. And He showed me every time He said it, I forgive Him, I forgive Him. And He said, that wasn't what I was doing. I was actually calling you and I was beckoning you and I was journeying you. I was inviting you into a process to get it done and get it done properly. You see, the Lord is inviting us in 2023 to get it done and get it done properly and permanently forever. How many people want that in 2023? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank You for the year ahead and we thank You for what You're calling us to. Gosh, I feel there's a lot of emotion in the air, and I think it just might be me. Father, we thank you right now for the transitional moments in, on earth. We thank you that you're calling up the ecclesia, you're calling up the people of God to administrate at a whole nother level. We thank you for the time of prosperity and territory. We thank you, God, that those are the words that you're speaking over us and that you're giving us stairways. It's literally, the Lord is saying, ascend the stairway. There's an, asc- there's an ascension invitation we've been talking about living an ascended lifestyle. But in that, the Lord is saying, this is what it looks like, but come with me on this journey, my way through the deepest places in your world, the places that you have locked away, the things that you haven't dared think about for so long. Let me take you there in order that you can be free from the stuff, in order that you can be free And then you will see the manifestation, even more manifestation of the things, the seeds, the words that I've spoken out over your world. And when you are released, when He releases us into this, I feel like the Lord is saying, you will see that I do exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or imagine. See, this is the Word of the Lord. He's saying, come with me, journey with me. Follow me. Now I really believe this is speaking to people tonight. And one of the things for me when I was on my own personal journey and I did lots of counselling over the years for all different things in my life. But one of the things I had fear about is if I tap into these places, I will never get out of them. I used to think I'd get stuck there and I would just live life as like a hermit in a room rocking. That's literally what I thought. I thought if I think about this or go there, I'll be trapped there forever. I'm not inviting people to go there right this minute. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I believe that the Lord is inviting us into this place. And the Lord is saying you will not get stuck there because you only pass through the valley. The Lord is saying you will not get stuck there. You will only pass through the valley and I will lead you in my paths of righteousness for my name's sake. And that's what the Lord is speaking out even right now. And so you can just grab your communion. Just do communion together. It's not supposed to be somber tonight. It's supposed to be exciting. How many people did this speak to tonight? Yeah, or everyone? Good. All right. I'm just going to pray into communion. Lord Jesus, we acknowledge that it's because of your broken body and because of your shed blood that we have the opportunity to become whole. <laughs> Woo! Woo! And so Father, we thank You that as we do communion tonight, we are prophesying the finished work of the cross in our own lives. We are literally framing up 2023 as a year of wholeness and a year of freedom. And we praise You, Lord Jesus, for the administration of the finished work. That no structure needs to remain. That no Mastery needs to remain. That no loathing or self-depreciation or lost identity needs to remain. We acknowledge that in You, things are aligned always to truth, to true identity, to freedom, to true manifestation as children or sons of God. And so as we take this right now, we choose to partake in wholeness. We choose to partake in a new beginning and a new day for not just now, but for the year ahead in the name of Jesus. And we give you glory, honour and praise for everything that you have done and continue to do in our lives in Jesus' name. Feel free to take your communion. I just feel like the Lord is saying in landing tonight, I feel like Him saying again that I will never leave you nor forsake you. And it says, it literally says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But it says that His perfect love casts out fear. And I believe that the first stage for stepping into this new season is an eradication of foreboding and of fear of the future and of the fear of even stepping into a place of new levels of freedom. How many of you know you get comfortable sometimes in bondage? You get comfortable in places where you don't have to risk your heart. And I feel like the Lord is saying, will you, people say, if if I prophesied or we prophesied, 2023 is a year of risk. And people go, yeah, you! what a great word. That's an awesome word, it's a year of risk. Let's take risks. What does it look like? $10,000 on crypto, what is the big risk, God, I'm in, whatever it looks like. And I feel like the Lord is saying, will you risk the journey into your heart? That is true risk. And so God is saying, I will eradicate through my perfect love over this time. As we engage the Father, His perfect love will cast out levels of fear in order that we are able to take the marvellous journey with Him into those new levels of liberty. In Jesus' Name. Is that good? How many people are prepared to take the risk? Come on, let's give the Lord a shout. Come on. woo! She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Yeah. Do you remember that song? I keep on having this song, Stand By Me. Do you remember that song? no I won't be afraid no I won't shed a tear but we can cry if you want to just so long I think that's right says you stand stand by me oh Jesus Jesus stand by me Oh, stand by me who oh, I done the rest yeah <laughs> won't you stand Stand by and me. And the Lord says, I will stand by you and I will walk with you. Bless you guys. Have a wonderful evening. Have an awesome rest of the week. We look forward to seeing you. If you're gonna clap, clap really. Do a real clap. Come on. There we go. That's better. So good. That wasn't a clap. That was a clap for Jesus. So good. Bless you guys. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday, uh, either service bless you. Have a wonderful evening. Sleep well and don't forget to journal about 2023 and the journey that God's going to take you on. Bless you. Amen.